Hello, this is the very first episode of Story Not Story, in which my wife, China, Hi. And, and I, Craig, tell each other bedtime stories. Off the top of our heads. Mm, totally planned out. No, no. Not at all. Hey. Hey. China. Yeah. My wife. That's me. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell me a story? Yeah. Am I going first? Uh, well, I've just decided now that you are. All right. I'm glad that this was a discussion between the two of us where we came to a mutual decision. Just now. Yeah. When I decided. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tell me a story. And can you tell me a story that involves um, a pillow or pillows? A pillow or pillows? Yes. Okay. That's the extent of my imagination. We are <laughs> laying on pillows, so I thought, hey, pillows. Pillows, that, you, yeah, that, that's an object that exists in the world. It is. Get okay. to the storytelling already. Okay, give me a second. I gotta think about it, okay? Fine. Okay. <clears throat> Once upon a time... I'm interested. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Theodore. Okay. And he... Is he related to the chip, chipmunks at all? No. He's okay. a human person. Okay. Um, same name. Uh-huh. But it's really last names that link families, not first names. That's a good point. Yeah. So... <laughs> I thought maybe... Never mind. Go okay. on. So Theodore loved bedtime. He loved the ritual of getting ready for bed and cuddling up in bed and, you know, reading a book and maybe having a cup of tea. And uh, he just, this kid loved sleeping and bed. Did he brush his teeth before he went to bed? Because that's Listen. part of the ritual. Well, yeah, obviously he brushed his teeth. Um, you don't have to say every single step that happened. Oh, well, but dental hygiene is important. It's very important. You are a little obsessed with that. I am. Yeah. So You don't floss enough. But you floss too much. <laughs> that's, not, that's not true. But most of all, what Theodore loved was pillows. Mm. He had pillows of all shapes and sizes, all colors and patterns and materials. And he just had a bed, but his bed was just covered in layer upon layer of fluffy, cozy pillows. And was he would climb shh, he would, <laughs> at night. He got ready for bed and he'd grab his book and he would climb into the middle of this giant pile of cushy, cozy pillows mm -hmm. and uh, and curl up and, and burrow in and go to sleep. What kind of royalty was Theodore a part of? Why did he why does he have all of these pillows? How can he afford them? His his parents are um, his mom's a doctor and his dad well his his dad is just an artist but his mom's like a doctor so, so his mom supports the family because artists they don't make no money 
Well, this he his dad doesn't really make any money because he's not selling his work. He's just mm-hmm. in it. He's just really passionate so about a, his art. So he's a bad artist. No, no, no. He's a good artist. He's just it's he's not in it for the money. He'll he's niche. Like, he's niche. He'll give away his art to his friends and family. Oh, so he's a bad businessman. And all the while, Theodore's mom is working. You know, twenty four hours on call uh, so, at the hospital. So these pillows are coming from sweet, sweet doctor money. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The 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 American healthcare system is responsible. I don't know if it's, if Theodore is American, but I'm assuming. Well, I mean, she's uh, not buying like the most expensive pillows ever. Okay. He just it like some kids collect stamps, some co- mm-hmm. kids collect bugs i don't mm-hmm. know whatever yeah, i don't know why i assumed that these were expensive pillows yeah. but they just, just got seems a like, lot of them it just seems like i'm just a picturing a kid frolicking across this regal bed filled with pillows it's pretty regal bed but mm-hmm. it's only because there's so it's a quantity okay of pillows okay can i get to the rest okay, of the story moving on moving okay. on so anyway, this kid loves pillows, and he mm. loves bedtime, and mm-hmm. it's awesome. And his parents are super happy because he always sleeps through the night, and he has since he was three days old. Mm-hmm. And they are always well-rested, mm-hmm. and everything's great. So anyway, one day, Theodore goes to school, and in the middle of the day, he gets called to the office. Uh-oh. And they're like... Your mom's on the phone. She has something to tell you. And uh, and he gets on the phone, and his mom's like, Theodore, I'm so sorry, but we thought that we might have bed bugs in the house. Ooh. And we had to get rid of all your pillows. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Every last stitch of a pillow Mm -hmm. in that house is all gone oh no yeah and uh i didn't know this was a tragedy yeah well it gets better probably i think i i I hope so all right (laughs) so anyway so um that day theodore goes home after school and walks into his room and there's uh I don't really know how it goes getting rid of bed bugs. I think it's probably more involved than this, but let's just pretend that like they're all gone. Oh, and okay. And that a, was quick. And a new mattress is already delivered. That's good. Because they had to get rid of everything. But his mom's a doctor, so she can throw some money around and like make stuff happen. Yeah, doctors are royalty. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, rich people are. Yeah, I mean, well, doctors should be treated well because they keep us healthy. Yeah, but you really, know. this wasn't because she was a doctor. It's just because she could write a really big check. Okay, sure. So anyway, um, he walks into his bedroom, and there's a brand new mattress and brand new sheets and comforter and everything mm-hmm. and two pillows at the top of his full-size bed, which is, oh. like, normal for everybody, that's, but not that's for Theodore. paltry. That is tiny. That I is... Know disgusting but theodore doesn't want to i mean he he's trying not to be he doesn't want to be a spoiled kid or anything Mm -hmm. and it took him a long time to collect his pillow nest before Mm -hmm. so he's like okay this is i'm i'm a very blessed person that i've got this comfortable bed and i've and uh, you know i'm in my house and i've got clean 
stuff. Oh, that's very, very, what a good kid. Yeah, he's very, he's, he's enlightened. Okay, that's good. So he, you know, that night he gets ready for bed and he goes through his whole routine. He flosses his teeth. Good. See, flossing is very important. Uh Uh-huh. What a good kid. I like this kid a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And He's a little too good, if you ask me. Why? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little skeptical. Well, this. it's fictional. It's a fictional okay. story. Okay. All right. Yeah. So then he, you know, he gets his book and his mm-hmm. cup of hot tea, um, which he doesn't put any sweetener in, so he drinks it after he's brushed his teeth because it's not going to, like, mess anything up. What? Jeez. Okay, this is becoming unrealistic, this kid. I'm drinking tea after I've brushed my teeth a right now. A kid drinking tea without sweetener? Yeah. I didn't even drink tea. I just I would just drink sugar water. I would drink tea without sweetener when I was a kid. <laughs> I would too. I was exaggerating. I, w- I wouldn't drink sugar water, to be honest with you. Hot chocolate, though. So Theodore yeah. grabs his, his tea and his book, and he climbs in his new bed. Mm-hmm. And he kind of tries to fluff up his two pillows behind him mm-hmm. and everything. And he reads for a little bit. And then he sighs. Oh, no. And then he goes to sleep. Okay. But, like, in a sad way. Okay. And he doesn't sleep very well. He tosses and turns. And but, like, did he toss, like, and then his head, like, went off of the pillow? And then it was well, just, like, he's, not on a pillow? He's used to being able to, like, burrow in. So... Mm-hmm. So he um, tries to do that in the middle of the night when he's sleeping, but his pillows, he like kicks them off the bed by accident. And then oh, he wakes up with no. no pillows. Oh, no. And it's real bad. Okay. Yeah. And then um, the next day. Yeah. No, weeks pass. Oh, weeks pass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you forgot. I understand. Yeah. yeah. And uh, at the At the end of every week, Theodore's mom takes him to the store and he gets a new pillow to start building his collection back up because she knows how important it is to him. Yeah. And so things are getting better. Yeah. It's getting a little cozier, Mm -hmm. a little cushier. That's good. A little floofier. Theodore's pillow situation is... That's the name of this story. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. (laughs) Pillow situation. Yeah. Wow. Theodore's pillow situation. Theodore's pillow situation. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. a good. That should be our band name when we form a band. Okay. Okay. Theodore's that's, pillow situation. That's actually really. That's good a really band. good band. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so weeks pass, and he gets a new pillow every week, and mm. then, uh, it is Christmas time. Oh. And. He's got like seven pillows now because mm-hmm. this all started, I guess, seven weeks before Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and obviously the thing that happens is what I'm about to say. Yeah. Which is what happens. Oh, OK. So uh, Christmas morning, yeah. he wakes up and he goes downstairs and he sees a a bunch of presents under the tree of all shapes uh-huh. and sizes but they're like shaped like he can tell what they are oh like one of them kind of looks like bicycle uh-huh. yeah it'd one be really them, hard to wrap a bicycle and and it not look like a bicycle one of them kind of looks like guitar maybe sure and uh etc cetera, etc cetera. right right and 
then so he starts opening his Christmas presents mm-hmm. and um and he like unwraps the guitar. Yeah. But it's not really a guitar. What? It's pillows. <laughs> shaped like a guitar oh. to trick him because they're tricky parents. What? Did M. Night Shyamalan write this story? He did. And uh, oh. Yeah. Wait, I didn't no. hear that. What? He did? And. Okay. And. Why are you making that sound when and. after you say did? <laughs> did. And. Okay. Okay. Uh, I wrote it. That well. was, is that the end of the story? Is it? Well, he unwraps the rest of his mm-hmm. presents and it's all pillows. But he's like really happy about it. Most yeah. kids would be pissed about yeah. that. But he's like, oh my God, I got so many pillows. And mm-hmm. he puts them all on his bed and he climbs in and he. Um, and then he lives there for the rest of his life in those pillows. And Oh, so it's a really sad ending. No, 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 but he's really happy about it. Nobody how, else is. Whoa, 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 wait, whoa. How much longer does he live? I don't know, like four years or something. Wow. 40 years. What a turn four, of events. Four. Either way, years. it's sad. It's, a, it's a, a man living in his pillows. But he is happy. Oh, is he though? Well, he doesn't know any better because he never goes outside. Oh no, that just but took has, a really dark turn. He has Netflix, and it's a Christmas story too. I know, and it took such a dark turn. <laughs> or is it over? Is the story? Is this horror over? It's over. Okay. Wow, it was going so well. He got pillows. Can I take back uh, the ending? No, you okay. can't. That's the story. Oh, oh no. my God, that is a tragedy. <laughs> I think that's a moral, that's a morality tale. Yeah. Uh, kids, Don't get too many pillows. Yeah. Be happy with two pillows. Yeah. Greedy little brats. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. Well, you need to bring us back up from that oh, low point. No, I, I will do whatever I do. Oh, no. Is it my turn to tell a story? Well, I think so. I'm I'm done, right? Yeah, and I guess there's no one. I guess Mitzi, our dog, could tell. No, she's, no, she's asleep. She's asleep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Can you tell me a story that involves um, a Swiss Army knife? A Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. Well, I just so happen to know a story that involves a Swiss Army knife. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Uh, for real. My my father used to tell this story. No, he didn't. Well, <clears throat> so <sighs> there was a man. Uh huh. I'm I'm following. Yeah, his name was Peter. Sure. And that's a man's name. Yeah he he lived he lived in Siberia. Really. Yes. It's cold. Yes. He he was 33 years old and he lived in a in a hut in Siberia. He was originally from um uh Colorado. So he uh he lived in this how did he find himself in a hut in Siberia? That's a story for a different day. Okay. Yeah, but he uh yeah, he lived there for 10 years. and um, Wait, since he was 23 or from 33 on 10 more years? Since he was 23. Okay. Yeah. I'm really wondering how this 23-year-old ended up moving to Siberia. But we don't have you to know get what? into it. You know what? Let's get into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
So, so uh, he went to college in, at um, um, what's the university in Colorado? I don't. Yeah, remember. that one. The University of Colorado. Let's call it that. Yeah, Denver U, if you will. <laughs> Do you? Boulder. He went to Boulder. Sure. He, he obviously he went to Boulder. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting part bits of the story. But he yeah he went to Boulder, Colorado. Great. College. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so he had an opportunity to study overseas when he was around 22. What's he studying? He, English. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He was studying. And he, he went to Russia to study. English. No, no, he didn't go to Russia. Okay. No, he went over to he went over to England. Okay, great. Okay. The originators of English. He went over to England where they invented English. You got You got to go back to the source, right? Right, right. So that's just he was responsible. Studi- he was studying in in London, and. Uh, this this man, he was he was walking down Brick Lane in London, mm-hmm. and this man's like, "Hey, Sonny, come here, I got something for you," and he was like, "No, no, 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 no. This seems <laughs> this seems a little a little weird." But just so happens he was really bored, so he decided, you know what, I have an, uh, it's my day off, it's Saturday. <laughs> Peter said to uh-huh. himself uh-huh. and and so he went over to see what this man had he also Peter also happened to uh, have a knife on him so he was he had a weapon on him what variety of knife just a regular knife oh because because he um, <sighs> that's another story oh. he had he had a friend he has a fr- he has a friend who is really like was perfecting the art of cooking steak, uh-huh. and uh, he wa- he wanted him to come join him for a meal for steak with uh, to have steak with him at his house. But he only had one knife, so he had to bring his own knife. Uh. so that's why he was carrying a knife. Okay, he had to have a steak knife. Like if a, just knife. a steak knife. Yeah, it was well, but no, it was it was bigger than a steak knife. It was just it was just a knife. Okay, okay. But he had a knife on him, so he's like, "Well, I have a knife on me, so if this guy tries anything, uh, I'll knife him. I'll knife him." Exactly. Okay. So, uh, so he goes over to the guy. He goes over to the guy, and the guy's like, "Hey, I noticed that bulge in your pants there. Is that a knife?" <laughs> and and he and he said and he pulls it out, pulls out the knife. Yes, it is, buddy. He's like, "Oh, good. I'm glad it's not what I thought it was." Uh, <laughs> and then and then he said, "Hey, listen, I got a better knife for you." Whoa. Yeah. And. Um, so he pulls out this little contraption, uh-huh. and he pulls out like a a corkscrew and a screwdriver in this all in one. What? It's like and and like a little knife and a big knife. This and sounds like a miracle. It's a Swiss Army knife. No, it's not. Yeah. And he shows it to him, and he's like, "Hey, I'll make a trade with you." And he's like, "What? This is a really sharp knife. This is a good knife." I, I bought it uh, down the street at Knife Co. Brick Lane Knife Co. And he's like, no, 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 no. But look at this. You have all these other knives. You have all this stuff. It's like, why would, why would I trade a, 
you, a stranger. Uh, and he said, um, because you really want to? And he's like, yeah, you're right, I do. And so he, he traded with him. For the Swiss Army. Day. Yes, he did. Okay, I have one more question, and then we can we can get back to how this guy goes to Siberia. Okay. Um, was the guy on the street always going to offer him the Swiss Army knife, or did he only choose to offer him the Swiss Army knife once he re- realized that he, that Peter had a knife on him? No, no. He... He thought he was hoping that the bulge in his pocket was a knife. Okay. As one does. Yeah. When they so, see a bulge. When he saw him originally. Okay. Great. So he... And he was right. He was right, turns out. Awesome. I mean, but he had he had other ideas what it could be. That bulge. But... Uh, sure. But... Like an apple or something? Yeah. An apple or a, a pile of leaves in right. his pocket. You yeah. know, as one... Or a poop bag. We we give Mitzi walks and uh, we carry poop bags with us yeah. in our pockets. But it, no, it was a knife. It was a knife. And so anyway, he tra- he makes the trade and he gets the Swiss Army knife. Awesome, making then, his life better. Yes, and the other guy takes the the regular knife mm-hmm. and uh, vanishes into thin air. Well, it he may have. It's it's it's. Uh, but he did disappear quit pretty quickly, kind of like Batman disappears. Like, Ooh. like, like uh, Peter turned around and he's like, he's pulling out the knife and he's like, and he was going to turn back and ask him a question, like where did he get the kni- the Swiss Army knife, and then he was gone. Oh no! Kind of like Batman. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and then he walks away with the Swiss Army knife, and goes about his life for the next year or so. Uh huh. And um. Turns out, uh-huh. Swiss Army knife, cursed. No, it's not. It's cursed. What? Yeah, super cursed. This is not a happy story. What do you mean it's not a happy story? Well, curses aren't good. We haven't even gotten to the end yet. Okay. So, Peter ended up uh, failing out of English. Oh my goodness. In fact, he just all of a sudden started speaking Russian. No. He just starts speaking Russian. Like he didn't even know English he anymore? Didn't, he didn't even know he didn't even know Russian before. And wow. Suddenly he's speaking Russian. That's he's a wicked like, curse. Yeah, he's like babushka this and niet that. I think that I think niet's Russian and not German. I'm not hundred percent sure. But anyway, uh um is it? I don't know. That's not that's not relevant to this story. No. But he yeah, he's suddenly speaking Russian. He doesn't know where that's coming from. And um so one night mm-hmm. he's sleeping, mm-hmm. dreaming Russian dreams, even though he's never been to Russia. The dude this the dude suddenly appears, the dude who sold him or traded him for the the Swiss Army knife. Oh. Suddenly appears in the room and he says, you must go to Siberia. You now possess the curse of the Swiss army knife. But Peter doesn't know what he's saying because he doesn't speak English anymore. I know. And that's a big problem. <laughs> um, but luckily, Peter was recording it on his phone and then he translated it later on the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. 
yeah. And so uh, he, he has to go to Russia to uh, unlock the curse. He has to go to Siberia. Uh-huh. And and the guy also says that it's the curse that was passed on to him and he passed it on to that to Peter because he didn't like the curse. Sure. Um Peter could technically pass it on to somebody else if he wanted to. He mm. says that. He says, "Hey, you could technically pass it on to someone else if you want to be a jerk like I am." Mhm. And Peter's like, "You know what?" What would John Denver do? Is what he says to himself. Uh, because John Denver is a famous Coloradan, Coloradian. So he still knows that he's from Colorado. Oh, yeah. And he knows all the stuff that he knew just mm. now in Russian instead of English. Yeah, he didn't say what would John Denver do in English. He said it to himself in Russian. Right. Okay. Yeah. But he remembers it. That's going to be very, very confusing for this guy. No, I mean, he understands Russian very fluently, so he's fine. Well, no, no, no. Not confusing in terms of the language. Just confusing in terms of, like, being cognizant of the fact that you used to be an English-speaking American from Colorado, and now you're exclusively Russian-speaking yeah. American from Colorado. Right. Like, that's got to change a lot of things about... Just how you perceive yourself, and yeah, like I mean, you can't even talk to your family. Well, anymore. it's also it was all. I think the most difficult thing for him was that he was in London, and they most people didn't speak Russian sure. in, in London. It was really frustrating. Yeah, he was able to get minstrels. That's good. Chocolate candies that are super delicious. Yeah, he learned how to say it, minstrels. Yeah, that's probably the same. It might be. Yeah. Thankfully. Phew. Anyway. So he goes to Siberia. Yeah, he decides John Denver wouldn't pass along the curse because John Denver, kind of a folk hero sure. in Colorado, and kind of kind of the guy who would who would do the right thing. At least he thinks. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe John Denver is a jerk, but he doesn't think so. So he goes to Russia. He has to go. In particular, he has to go to Siberia. There's a there's a tiny remote not really known to the rest of the world village in the middle of Siberia mm-hmm. uh, that he has to get to. It takes him a long time. But once he gets to Russia, it's kind of easy because he can speak Russian. So That's handy. Yeah. Um, and so he gets to the village, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you have the curse, don't you? In Russian. This is all in Russian at this yeah, point. I understand. Yeah. And um, and he's like, yep. Uh, sucks. Although I, I think your language is great and I totally respect it. But uh, I have parents at home and they're, I haven't spoken to them in months because they don't, they don't know where I am. And they're like, hey, thankfully you made it here because all we needed was that Swiss army knife because that is the savior of our village that, that our, our our rivers have run dry it's cold here because we haven't gotten that curse that's the reason yeah there that's a whole nother story that's the reason why it's cold in, in Siberia. Siberia well it's the reason why it was cold in Siberia Whoa. yeah 
I mean, there's a whole other big story behind the Swiss Army knife, which I could tell you in a prequel some other day. Okay. But uh, they receive, similar to Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, when he has the uh, the three like egg rock things, and he returns them to the village, mm-hmm. and then now that the rivers are running again and everything is fine, he gives them the Swiss Army knife. It suddenly gets warm, tropical even. Whoa. Like weirdly tropical like the latitude shouldn't be that tropical but it gets tropical in in the the area around the village and um he saves the village he can speak english he listens to some john denver on his way home to visit his family awesome happy ending that is a happy ending. I have one follow-up question. What? Oh, what's that? When the story started, he was in Siberia and he was 33. And then we went back in time to when he like got cursed at like 23. Oh, yeah. He was... In London. So did this whole thing last 10 years? Or did he like fix the curse and go home and visit his family, but then come back to Siberia? Yeah, he went back 10 years later to visit the the village. Oh, okay. And then he decided to stay there because it was awesome and tropical. Did he stop being able to speak Russian? Well, he learned it again. Oh, that's good. On his own. Oh, that's nice. Being the linguist that he is. Sure, yeah, because mm-hmm. he studied English before. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. Happy ending. Yeah, that was a pretty happy ending. Wasn't it? It was better than living in pillows for the rest of your yeah, life. That was terrible. Well, Theodore was happy. I'm very glad that he he was incorrectly happy. (laughs) Lots of lots of times people like things that are bad for them. Oh, almost always. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like minstrels, they're bad for you, but they're really delicious. Yeah, they are really good. Mm Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed our bedtime stories. Uh, You may have heard them before because they were so classic. Yeah. But. Um, Mine was written by the. Who were those brothers? The Grimm. The brothers Grimm. Yeah, those. They ones. wrote that. Yeah, yeah, I guess it. It's pretty creepy. It's pretty grim. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah. Mine was written by Yakov Smirnov. Of of the Smirnov Ice. Uh no, he was a comedian, oh. a Russian comedian. Mm. Actually, I'm not sure. If I'm combining the the type of vodka and the comedian, or if his name was actually Yakov Shmirnov. I think his name was Yakov Shmirnov. Okay. Sorry, I don't remember where I heard the story, but I know it was written by that guy. Yeah. So Also, any, that, that was just a lie. What was? You made that story up right now. What are you talking about? That's the whole point of this show. The whole point of this show is that we regale classic stories. No. Classic. No. Stories from our. No. From our past that we've heard growing up. No. Exactly. No. So I hope you enjoyed listening to our uh, story, not story, with Craig and China. Um, yeah. Please tell our stories to everyone uh, you see. It's going to take a while because they're kind of long. Yeah. But we well, those are your instructions. I hope you learned something. I hope you feel uh, like a better person. I hope you feel like a butter person. (laughs) Good night. Good night.